You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes. Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes on this Sunday. It's a little bit gloomy out there, but we made it. We're here. We're live in the studio right now. We're at the top of the show. I've got a couple notes. Get your pen. Get your paper. Make sure they both work because often they don't. And we have a lot of information to give. This is a show all about stuff. Anything that you have that's sitting around, especially now around Christmas time, is better than ever to get your stuff out there. Or if you're looking for something, we can get you in connection of getting that. Anything from costume jewelry, art, old hockey cars, radios, dishes, coin stamps, watches, old glasses, tools, clocks, anything that you could possibly think has value or you think has a value, we can give you an idea of what we think the value is as well. Or at least the market value. Because like something you may have bought uh, years ago and you're like, hey, you know, does this still have the same value? Could have went up, could have went down, could have stayed the same. You know, anything could have happened. But we're always on top of everything when it comes to do with stuff market. If you want to call us live now, we're at the Zoomerplex live and the number is 416-360-0740. I see you getting those pens. It's 416-360-0740. And also you can live stream us on zoomer.ca with live streaming. Are you indicating that I need to be, keep doing things? I've been away for one week. I, I know what I'm doing. Toll I know what free. I'm doing. Okay. So if you all want to do the toll free number, which may, maybe they don't, okay. So maybe okay. they just want to do the local number. If the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And if you were distracted, the local number was four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. We have a great show today. We have a great show today. It's already and, been great. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk to, uh, we have a special guest call we're calling in uh, from Clap, from uh, Southworks Antique Market. Okay. And from, we're going to have a lot. Now, we have to make sure that people know that they can live stream us. That means they go to the Zoomer, uh, 740 Zoomer on your computer right now. There's one button on there. You can press, it says live stream, and you can see us. Now, we're going to reward you for that. Even though you think this might be Mission Impossible. See how I did this? Okay. okay. No, that was a this terrible is, segue. Terrible. Mission Impossible. You can go to your computer, and at the end of the show, we're going to be giving away either one ounce of silver, or I have I found that either they can have the Jazz. They're going to have three choices today. Those are... Beatles CDs. So my, if you're viewing right now on Zoomer.ca, my dad is holding up uh, two, looks like albums. No, they're CDs. Whatever. Those are But albums. no, this is the complete Beatles from 1962 to 1966 and the complete Beatles 1967 to 70 because I know our Zoomers listen to this kind of stuff. You'll be a Zoomer soon and you'll know what this is like. I'll listen to that in 30 years. Don't worry. Okay. No, but the idea is at the end, near the end of the show, we're going to show up a certain thing that you can call in and you can, uh, if you identify it next week, you can win one of these two great prizes or you can win 15 uh, jazz CDs because we're also, you know that Zoomer also, uh, there's 
there's a jazz uh, radio station that is associated with our company as well. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. So, we're um, going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking to um, um, the people at Southworks. We're going to talk about Clapperson's Corners. We're going to talk about um, the casino uh, and the apple story. I might get that out today. No, I said we got to save that for like the day. The day? The day. The day, okay. Because we still have like a full board of calls. I know you have a lot of notes. No, there. no, There's no, a lot but of I calls. also, wait a minute though. Okay, the people calling is good, and we're going to have an entertaining show today, but I also want people to tell your neighbor about us. I get this all the time, that at the end of the show, I told my neighbor, but you guys are off the air. you got to tell your neighbor to listen to us now. Okay, so okay? go knock on their door. At, no, 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 at, call hold them. On. We, we, start, we start at 11 o'clock, so you go knock on their door at 1055. So just so you can go back to you know what, join with them and listen. Yes. That's basically what you're saying. So tell everybody. No, we want you to tell your neighbor. If you enjoy the show, tell your neighbor. These guys actually know their stuff, okay? And we're going to, like I said, the live streaming, and they can podcast. If you happen to miss us, okay, if you tell your neighbor, he says, okay, I'm too busy on Sunday morning, you can podcast us later on and see us or listen to us and get all this information, okay? But first... Back to... Oh, but first, we're on like the 10th item already. What? No, no. This, okay. this is uh, Monsters so, and Heroes. Okay, so Which you're... One are you? we're, you the mon- we're the heroes, consignment heroes. And our names are, you're Bogart, and I'm Paul. Oh, you remembered. No, no. <laughs> I know. But I want to tell Bill, because I have people who call me during the week at the store at 740... I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know, store number. 905-737-4653. And they'll call up, and they'll ask for you, thinking you're the smart one. We're, they, you don't need to deny that. Like We can agree okay. to that. But first of all, we're going to talk to Laura Harding. She is the owner of at Southworks Antique Mall. Okay. And this is the time of year when you got to get that, when you want to get that uh, interesting find. You want to find that nice item. You want to find something unique. You want to be able to get, they got free parking. She's going to tell us about this. There's all sorts of neat gifts there. Okay. They're and they're probably less expensive, okay, than in these big, big these big malls where you got line up outside the store just to get in. Okay, so, you know what? I know a lot of people are like, "Hey, what do I get my you know whoever or our friend or significant other a gift?" Like yeah. this place, you can walk around and it just gives you so many choices. They're not just antiques. Like I like I remember when I was going there, I'm like, "Oh, you know, like I'm gonna get something for my wife," and like she. I don't think she'll like anything there. But then there's so much options that you're like, oh, you know what? That's actually really cool. Like, that's actually cute. Like, we... Oh. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Laura Harding, you there? Yes, hello. Oh, sorry. I was was just going on a little bit of a tangent there. Oh, sorry. Okay, we're talking about about the mall. Okay. Laura, we've got to get this out of the way. Where are you guys? I know where you are, are. but you got to tell us. Tell the listeners. Because we were in the same location for 24 years, you know, yep. Paul, and uh, and we did have to move, unfortunately, and yet we're very happy with our new location. We're fortunate enough to get someplace just on the other side of the river, so we're only blocks away from where we were, and we are now at 73 Water Street North, uh, still in Cambridge. You didn't say that and, slow uh, enough. It's a, main, uh, it's a main road. Slower? Okay. 73 Water 73 Street in Cambridge. Water Street North, but you need to say North. You gotta say because north. It's a long road. Water Street's a long street, so um, we are uh, probably just four blocks away from where we were. We're simply on the other side of the river, so seventy-three Water Street North in Cambridge. Yeah, hey, I mean, I'll be now. I know you got. I'm there, but I'm saying this. I even know this, but I'm I'm like a lawyer right now. I'm asking questions. <laughs> I know the answer to. <laughs> that you know the answer to. Yeah, how big yeah, is so this place? We're actually a little bit bigger, surprisingly, than what we were before. So about thirty-five thousand square feet. Okay, and how many vendors? 
and uh, we're about 123 now, I believe. They're all competing for... So you, when you have 123 yeah. vendors under one roof, what do you get besides the lowest price and lots of choice? Well, that's, and that, that's right. There's two aspects, right? Of course, they're competing with each other, number one. But number two is one thing we're really careful about is we want to make sure we've got variety in that mall. Yeah. So that I don't have all one line of uh, of, uh, of antiques and, and collectibles. So we want to make sure there's good variety so that when you walk around the corner, you are surprised by something new and fresh that's different than what you saw on the other aisle and so on. So we want to make sure we maintain really good, strong variety in the mall. Yeah, uh, you've got from $1 to... Interesting. Yeah, you've yes. got from $1 to $10,000 there. Exactly. That's exactly right, yeah. So both a variety in price and a variety of merchandise. And that's okay. really important to us. I think that's key to, to why we've been around for now. It's, uh, we were in our 25th year. Okay. Now, if you go in there, what Bogart was just about to say, you go in there and you get things that are, uh, you make you smile. It's something that doesn't well, have to be know, expensive. It just makes you smile when you see it. Yeah, and I'd say, especially this time of year, there's certain categories of buying that happens, right? We've got people who come in and they just love picking up one, two, or a dozen uh, vintage Christmas decorations. So they sort of start by looking at um, uh, early in our year, we get a lot of people starting to buy things to decorate their home yeah. for Christmas, Christmas balls and things they remember that was on their tree or just some really beautiful, beautiful decorations. Um, and so those are one area. People are trying to decorate the home for Christmas that way. And then we have people who are trying to find pieces for their home to uh, because families coming or they just want to sort of enhance a little bit or, uh, you know, come across something, discover something as they're shopping around that, oh, wow, you know, we've been looking for something in that corner and look at this wonderful piece. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you're also, as, as uh, Barbara said, getting inspired. When you walk through that mall, things you don't even consider because you never thought of it. Yeah. That you discover. Um, or and, you can hint at like I do. <laughs> yes, I, I pick up and an we, item, make sure Bogart's yeah. looking at it, that I have interest in it. Then I put it down casually and walk away so he can buy it for me. Exactly. And the best part about working there at Christmas time is that you get to be Santa Claus or a little elf or something. People are constantly sneaking us stuff. We're running it behind the counter. We're wrapping it up. We're, you know, cashing it out secretly and so on because they do. They, the people are walking around and discovering what their uh, what their family members really want. And uh, so we do a lot of sneaking around and and quick hiding things and, and cashing them out or saving them for them until tomorrow. And then, and then if, you, if you do come or you're just not too sure, because sometimes a collector can be very particular yeah, about yeah. what they want, right? And someone says they collect coin. Well, you might want to go out and get them coin, but a gift you're, certificate. You're, you're not savvy in it, right? But gift certificate, best way to go. And then Perfect. they can buy when they see exactly what they want to buy. And, uh, and so that's sort of the third category is, Laura. Uh, is gift certificates. Mm-hmm. Laura, this mm-hmm. is a very popular radio show. You've got a lot of people calling in now to us now. Okay. Okay. Well, now, you're at 10,000. Sorry, what's your address again? So it's 73 Water Street North. The only place with a lot of free parking, right? We've got like 300 spots. So you can park at the front, but also down the side and the back. We're fully accessible at the back. Perfect. So we've got accessible doors. We're all one level. Nice broad aisles. We're open seven days. And Thursdays and Fridays, we're the only antique mall open until 9 p.m. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I know yeah. you're going to be busy this week, and you got lots yeah. of staff on to help people yes, and stuff. Yes, we do. Absolutely. And thank you very okay. much. I'm really glad we talked to you today, because I know that we put some ideas. Like, when, when someone's now, you're a Zoomer, and um, your son or your granddaughter asks you what do you want for Christmas, I want these uh, Zoomers out there to say, I want to go to Southworks. 
Okay. Well, that's that'll be good enough. How's that? Yeah, and even 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 that's a gift. You know, maybe after Christmas we take a trip out to Southwick just for the just for the day and make it uh, make that the gift. Okay. There you go. Thank you, Laura. You've made my you made me smile and I'm gonna give a couple ideas for Bogart to get out there and get me some gifts. <laughs> okay, great. Thank, and I t- I wanna tell all the public out there they Southwick's advertised on here, but I'm also a dealer out there. I like it's like Moses said here, I've liked the company so much I bought it. <laughs> and I'm, I like okay, the co- I like Southwark so much. I'm out there. Don't Thank buy you. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, th- th- thanks for the call. Or uh, th- thanks for you know that was pretty cool. Like the uh, Southworks giving a little bit of idea of what it's about. You know, hopefully yeah. people will go visit it. But um, we do have a lot of calls to get to. But we're going to okay. take a quick break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here live down here at the Zoomerplex. And we have somebody that thinks that they won the contest. So we're going to go to them right now. That's Marcus in Toronto. And Marcus? Yeah, hi there. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. It's not snowing, so it's good. Yes, that's true. (laughs) What did you see last week that made you excited? What did I see? I saw what looked like a blue, mostly blue postcard with Royal Canadian Mint on it, and it's a picture of the Royal Canadian Mint in Ottawa. Yes, it was, and inside had a coin set. That's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, okay, you're the contest winner. We're going to have to make it. Now, what do you want to win? Do you want to win one silver ounce, or do you want to win uh, 15 CDs by jazz CDs? Uh, not the jazz. Uh, not the jazz. Anything I'm, but the I'm, jazz. I'm attracted to uh, precious metals. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, then you should come to my shop as well, because we have precious metals in our shop that are more expensive than free, but we do have them. Now, hang on the line. Sebastian's going to get your name and number. And we're going to go back from there, okay? Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, there we go. So we have people still streaming us. So if you do want to stream us, it's zoomer.ca and go to live streaming. But you have to be watching when we are live because... If you're listening to the podcast, it doesn't show the live. The it doesn't show the footage. So you actually have to be watching the show live. Yeah, now, this is this is the X factor. You're getting really corny with these things that you're li- like. The segues are terrible. There's what? like it, for people that aren't actually viewing at this moment, like my dad's holding up these random comics that have these titles that are totally irrelevant to everything we're talking about. No, how about the detective? I'm looking for a smart client. No, no, okay, no, okay, go ahead, go oh, ahead. Man, we got we really got to work on that. I know it's your new angle, but we got to work on it. If you do want to contact us live now, we're here at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls, and we uh, we promise we're gonna get to stuff. We're gonna get to people okay. calling in about stuff. But if you do want to call, it's four one six. 
416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If your pen's still not working, you have time to go get another one because we will give the numbers again. The toll-free number is one 866 740 And we're going to go to uh, our f- Scott in Toronto. Hey, Scott. Hello. Hey, Scott. Yeah, hello. Welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be on. Uh, I've got a, a lead crystal piece I'd like to talk about. Okay. Uh, okay, it's uh, it's like a disc. It's uh, two feet across. It's what? No, sorry. It's a quarter what inch. What is it? Lead crystal? You said. Uh, is it who? Sorry. You said it was lead crystal. What is? Uh, yeah, it's definitely lead crystal because it's heavy. Okay. Okay, like I think it's at least, I would say, 10 pounds. It might even be more. And it's uh, two feet across. Okay, it's uh, colored? A quarter inch. Uh, sorry? Is it colored or just clear? No, it's clear. Okay, is it cut or is it like when you pick it up? Here's a couple things with lead yeah. cut crystal. When you pick yeah, it up, it does would... it hurt your hands a bit because there's sharp edges? Uh, Yes. Okay, that'll be cut crystal. Yeah. Um, and usually, if it's before, there were what we call the American American Brilliant Period, which is before 1920, and yeah. that kind of cut crystal is worth a lot of money. Usually intricate. It would take someone yeah. 20, 30 hours to cut it, okay? And there, yeah. and you had to apprentice for many years to become a, cut, a crystal cutter. And some of those pieces you know, used to be worth a lot of money. Now, how old is your piece, do you think? Oh, uh, it's at least... Uh, 20 years? Ah, that's not that old when it comes to this. A lot of yeah. that stuff was sold at um, some of your stores, like your jewelry stores like Burke's and people like that, and they sold yeah. it for a lot of money, and it, and they gave yeah. away mainly as wedding presents and things like this, and they would charge yeah. two, $300 uh, by some of the major brands, Aura Fours, um, and I'm just thinking of some of the other brands, but they cut crystal or they yeah. put a design in it. Unfortunately, a lot of these things are coming to um, to the market right now, and they're not going for a lot of money. They sold in the store for two, yeah. three hundred dollars, and they'll sell at auction for yeah. ten to twenty dollars. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, well, I'm not too sure whether uh, I'm, I'm, I say I'm not too uh, sure that uh, it could be older than uh, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be older than I think because I really don't know. Does it have a tag uh, on it uh, to say who made it? Uh, no, I, I haven't. Okay, on. what we're going to do? I'm uh, gonna, I'm going to back up for a second here. I'm going to say about some of the common sense. Now, here's what we have to do, and this is where I can help and not help sometimes. If we're going to be selling something, and it's a piece of glass, and you put a piece of glass on eBay, and you say $100, no one's going to look at it or want to think about buying it. If you put a piece of glass on, say this was cut in 1920 by Clapperton out of Montreal, Clapperton Brothers out of Montreal, uh, you might get someone who collects old Canadian cut crystal. So yeah. we have to, first thing we have to do with cut glass is identify it. Now, there's two ways yeah. of IDing it. One, it can yeah. have a paper label on it. A lot of times as well, though, the older stuff will have what we call an acid mark on the bottom of the bowl. Okay? Uh, it will yeah, be okay. when you look in the window and you put the glass a little bit sideways, you can see a name. It might say Waterford and it might say Clapperton. Oh, yeah. And the acid marks is what we have to do because if we're going to sell something like this, we have to ID it right. And half of the IDing is helping uh, the collector out there knowing that you have this item for sale. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Now, I can, because I know my glass, I sometimes I can ID without even seeing the mark on, I know certain patterns. Like I saw a set yesterday that I believe to be Clapperton, even though I couldn't find a signature on it, I'm going to go yeah. to my books at home, and I think yeah. I can ID it as Clapperton. Now, people do collect Canadian cut glass, they collect uh, Moser cut glass out of Europe, uh, yeah. they collect uh, U.S. cut glass, like by Hawks. And PearPoint, some of that stuff, but the prices on this stuff is not as much as it used to be before. Okay. Uh, okay. But the first step we always have to take, and people bring it into me, is the identification project uh, process. Okay. Now that's like with a painting. You come in and tell me I got a painting. It's twenty-four by thirty-six inches, and I'll ask who's it by, and you say I don't know. Then it's going to be awful hard to sell unless someone's. It's really pretty. Okay. Now you can bring this into our store. Or yeah. send me a picture. Now, they send the picture. You send it on to sales. Yeah. Uh, who, sorry? Sales, Sale. S-A-L-E-S, at yeah. torontogoldsilver.com. Uh, at uh, Toronto... Silver Toronto, Gold. Uh, uh, Toronto Gold well, Silver. How do Toronto Gold okay. I'm going to have to get a shorter name, you know. Uh, uh, um, and com. Or you can okay. just call my store tomorrow and get the yeah. details at 905... Thank you for the call. So, yeah, that's a lot of good information there. And, you know, you just kind of dropped it on. I'm like, here, this is what you get. You send a picture to and call this number. So no, I'm trying to help, but I got I got to put the common sense because when I go to people's houses, I got to know I got to tell people ahead of time. And I hate to be the person with bad news. Sometimes I have great news like this week. It, it actually happened again. I'm in a person's house, and they had a bunch of things that were worth maybe $500,000. On the way out, I'm going by, and I look at the ground, and on the bottom shelf of a of a, um, a hall unit was this beautiful glass bowl that's probably worth $1,000, $2,000, $3,000. I don't know. I just know it was gorgeous, okay? And that was the item that they didn't even think about showing me. I saw, found it by mistake looking for my shoes on the way out of the hall, out of the place, okay? So this happens a lot where you got to let us, uh, don't pick out what you think is valuable, show me everything, and let me pick out what's valuable, okay? That sounds pretty time-consuming, but okay, okay. anything in your house could be valuable, apparently. No. Okay. Uh, we'll go to the next call. Uh, that's Mary and Dundas. Hey, Mary? Yes. Hey, Good morning. You, Happy Saturday. Oh, uh, Sunday. But, Sunday. You know, a little Sunday. Bit it's Saturday somewhere. Maybe. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> That's right. What do you got for us today? Well, um, I'd like to tell you about a, a book in my mom's possession. It's um, a 1970 Centennial uh, Canada, a Year of the Land publication. Yeah. It's roughly 12 by 16 in dimension. Yeah. It was produced by the National Film Board of Canada, mm-hmm. about 240 pages with a hard fabric cover, um, uh, a lot of full bleed imagery, uh, black and gold foil uh, embossed on the front. It's in mint condition, and it was published for the Queen's Printer of Canada. Um, pardon me, published for the Queen's Printer for Canada by Cop Clark Limited and Sir Isaac Pritman Limited. It's a stunning booklet, and um, I just I just can't help but wonder if it has any any value to it being a centennial book. No, okay. The during the centennial, a lot of stuff was marketed because they didn't have to pay any rights, and people went crazy with their pocketbooks. They bought mm-hmm. coins. Anything to do with Canada's centenary was yes. a huge seller. Now, 
I'm going to tell you, this is the old case of supply and demand, and this is where there's a lot more supply out than there is demand, because people right now are on the can of being 150 years old, mm-hmm. and they don't give a hoot about Canada being 100 years old anymore. That's right. I'm just okay. saying, and it's a shame because there's Zoomers out there, and we know what the feeling, how proud we were when Canada was in 1967. Remember that yeah. feeling and the songs? And, and actually, there was a really good feeling in Canada when that happened, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, but, and we spent our money, but there's a lot of it out there, and there's more supply than there is demand. So books like this, books as a rule, do not sell well. Understood. Um, 10, 15, it's more to enjoy it. Now, I was hoping that at the end of this story, you were going to tell me you had some autographs in it or something like that. If they're autographed or signed, like yesterday I found a book that was autographed by an artist, uh, Kirstead. Uh, I have a Tim Hortons autograph the other day that's worth... The, the book's worth a dollar. The Tim Hortons autograph is worth two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh huh. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And this is where the collecting part of it is. And I feel bad because I love books. I mean, I grew up on. Um, I read. The, I was one of these people who read the encyclopedia and that for fun. Yes. Okay. Likewise. Likewise. And, and I. Uh, and I. It's a shame when I when people say they got all these great books and I can't do anything with them unless they're big coffee table books or. Specialty interest. Bogart, when was the last time you read a book? Uh, okay, that was too long an answer. Okay, sorry. Um, but, you know, I know what it's like, and I know there's a lot of the, our listeners, a lot of us Zoomers out there who grew up on books before all this Internet stuff come along. I mean, it's great. I'm not downside. The Internet's not bad, but books were great. And But unfortunately, um, if there's a lot of supply and the people today, the kids today, Unless they want to put a book on a coffee table and look, make it look, the place look good. Like, I, I sell the book Muskoka. People with cottages in Muskoka set by that Muskoka book. They put it on their coffee table to have it at their cottage. They probably never even read it or look at it. You know what I mean? And this is what happens. And it's just, I'm sorry just to give you the bad news about the book, but some books are worth mine, mainly if they're first editions. People still collect those. Okay? Like this week, we sold. I mean, we sold a postcard for $200, $203, one postcard. A postcard's not a book. No, but it's just one picture. A book's got 100 pictures in, and a I know book? our listeners know yeah, whoa, this. Whoa, whoa. Well, books have words. Yeah, okay, Okay, so let's not get this I wish place. I had better news for you. Sorry, okay? Okay, well, you know, at least Thank it's you. better than nothing, though. Okay. Right? Yes. At least can hang on to the memories. Uh, we'll go to the next call, Irene in Oshawa. Hi, Irene. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What do you have for us today? Well, um, the first things that I have, it's, um, there are two Meisen figurines. Okay, how old are the Meisen? Well, this I don't know. Um, okay, I'll give you a couple things to ahead take a look at. Okay. On the bottom, yes. you'll have the Meisen marks. Yes, it's a then, big letter X. Okay, with it's actually the swords. But oh, is it a sword? Okay. If you look at it carefully, it's got a little thing. Okay. But if it yes, has the this country... Yes, what you have, okay? So he's telling you what you have. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it like that. You want to look for the names Germany, uh, Meisen, or you want to look for West Germany, you want to look for Prussia, or no country of origin at all. Well, I don't see any... Um It'll be lightly printed. We had a Meisen come in yesterday, it has Germany in it. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say... This is for just general knowledge for people. Between 1891 and 1920, if you were going to export to the United States, you had to have a country of origin on it. So okay. you had to have Germany, Prussia, England, Nippon, okay? Yes. And generally, if you find the name in English, like Germany, instead of um, uh, Deutschland would be, it'll be made for export. 
So now when you have this, after 1921, it has to say made in and the country. Well, you know what? It doesn't even have any name This is a good it. thing. This is a good thing, unless someone okay. rubbed it out. Okay. So that means it's before, if it's Meissen and it's got this, and it's got the marks, and the marks are right, and right. Ra- Meissen's very much reproduced, um, then it's before 1890, oh, and oh uh, then i got to see it. Ah. And now we're looking for repairs, so we have to black light it. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, it's got, like, little, uh, oh, how do you say, branches on the side with the little green leaves. Uh-oh. Your oh. power description would probably be best replaced by a photo. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> no, I'm but not. I'm going to. I'm just saying this to other people as well, and yourself about the mice. And mice can be very, very good. We sold a mice and figure uh, earlier this year for about twenty five hundred dollars. Mm. Okay. okay. So it all depends on which one. Now, but again, we have to look for uh, repairs. Right. We'll have to look for, um, and that's generally done with a black light. Right. Or um, pieces missing. So this is okay. where Meissen you can bring in. And the difference between us and those other some of the other people out there is the more money you make, the more because we do it on consignment a lot of times. Right. The more money you make, the more money I make. Right. So it's greed on my part, but I make you happier. Mm-hmm. Now, because I heard this week, and this made me kind of going to go off on a tangent again. Someone bought. Four, three bags of costume jewelry from a house, and they said they gave the little lady, they said they gave her $400. And it kind of made me mad because I bought one piece off them for 500 <sighs> Now, it just makes me, there's a person who should have got a second opinion, number one, I say that second opinion, or it's better to do consignment because when, don't be, when someone comes to your house and wants to buy stuff, you do not have to sell it to them. Right. Even if it's me, you do not have to sell it to me. Okay, mm-hmm. be be prepared to get a second opinion. I right. know sometimes you just people seem really nice and trustworthy and stuff, but when they offer you a price, ask them why and what it is. Okay, mm-hmm. I go to houses and I try and I'm allowed to make money, but I don't retire on every deal. Okay, mm-hmm. so if someone goes in and says, "Here's four hundred dollars for all this cost," I don't know. There was pieces of gold in there because that's what I bought off the person. The picker, as we call it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I bought gold off them, and the rest of the cost, I have no idea what was in the rest of it, okay? Now, it might have been all bad, mm-hmm. but we sell, we can either buy it, put on consignment, or we have it little auctions, and then you let the price of the market determine what it's worth. Right. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So. No, I went online to see if I could find either one of these figurines. It's Mice a lady. Stuff. The Mice lady, and, stuff. and she's playing like a little piccolo, but they're dressed in... I don't know, 17th century yep, costumes. Yep. And yeah, they the kept on doing that right to the 19th century. Yeah. You actually, I'm sorry, but you have to make a trip to Richmond Hill. Okay, do I? Yes. Oh, well, you know what? I almost sold them at a grad sale this past summer. That would have been It would have been not a big good. mistake, wouldn't it have? Yeah, well, we don't know yet, but, yeah. you know, maybe... Uh, well, and this my husband's been wanting to bring me over to your store there in Richmond Hill, eh? Come on over. We okay. can help. We, yeah. we buy from Toronto or and we sell to the world, or we can sign from Toronto and we sell to the world. Okay, so we well, try and get you the most money. Don't just be sending people randomly to Richmond Hill. We have an address out there, okay. and we have a store out there. Okay, Don't be like, hey, just go to Richmond Hill. You'll find us. It's uh, 10,341 Young Street. You have to be a detective to find uh, us? Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay, go. Uh, <laughs> people are going to stop viewing us because of those stupid segues. Uh, our store is 10,341 Young Street. 
they're showing me. Like it doesn't even help anything else. T- Ten thousand three forty one Young Street in Richmond Hill, Unit Two. That's Young and just north of Major McKenzie. And uh, we're there. We're that smaller uh, store. We're not that big box store on the corner that has a go big there. wall there. Well, I'm like, yeah, you know, bring your stuff there. You can try bringing them some sort of antiques. It'd be pretty funny, actually, if you walked in there with antiques. And they're yeah. like, yeah, what do you bring that you in? You know what? I, I compare them to when you go to Vegas. When you see the great big hotels in Vegas, mm-hmm. they're making lots of money. Mm-hmm. They're making off. Who are they making it off? They're not making it off of the government. They're making it off people who go there. Okay. When ours is just a plain, ordinary little store. We try make you lots of money. We try make ours some money, you know. So you just compared us to a casino. Uh, not quite, I would say, but you know, I don't understand the segue at all either. Okay. Uh, but if you do want to call and, and get a live appraisal right now, we are taking your phone calls live. The number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 And we're going to the next caller. Uh, Nelson in Pineburg. Hi, Nelson. Hi. Where's hey. Pineburg? I call. I have a collection. Wait a minute, Nelson. Where's Pineburg? Pineburg? Pineburg is... Oh, Kleinberg. He said Pineburg. Highway North of Major McKenzie Drive. No, no, I know where Kleinberg is. My son said Pineburg. Go ahead. Sorry, Nelson. Go ahead. Uh, okay, I have a collection of 25 farm mechanics magazines. They were printed in USA by the Radford Publications in Chicago, Illinois. And they date from 1921 to 1930. What were they called again? Is there any value? No, what were they called again? Farm mechanics. It is to do with uh, like uh, farm work and uh, fixing farm machinery and things like that. Yeah. As a rule, these are the only paper... I'm going to talk about books, and I didn't want to rain on the other person's parade this morning on books, but catalogs and um, trade magazines still sell because people do collect them yeah. or there's information there that they can't really get on the net because no one's reproduced it yet. Yes. Okay. And um, I don't know on these. I was thinking seeing their American uh, publications, but they'd be... Uh, so that means they're in English, right? This is a good yeah, point. they're in English, but let's okay. say they're, they were... Uh, uh, the public, they were printed in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Okay, okay. Now, I'm, going, I'm looking at uh, this. Radford right? Publications, I don't know what, uh, Publication Inc. Yeah, I don't, this is something I've never seen. This is so mechanics, and this is the first time I'm into my computer today. Farm Mechanics Magazine. See, some of this is, oh, nice covers. Nice covers. See, the graphics on, someone will buy these just for the covers. Not like your popper mechanics doesn't sell so much. But the covers on these, these seem to sell for about between 15 and $20 each. Yeah, actually, I'm looking at the 1930, and it has a picture here of a team of horses and a manure spreader that uh, backed up to a manure shed. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... People would buy these just for the graphics on them. That's sometimes what people buy in the magazines. Right, yeah. And, um... But, and we're one of the people on our site, um, Consignment Heroes, we use a media mail in the States so we can ship it at a good price. If you ship it in Canada, it costs you a fortune, you know. But these seem to sell between 10 and $15, $20. And I bet you if the graphic has more ads inside, they'll be good. Yeah, eggs, let's say each one has a different picture on the, the cover. Yeah, yeah. If you've got 15 20 it's probably retails I, I, around two, three hundred dollars and uh, something like that, we'd probably put on one lot. We wouldn't put them on individually. We'd put on one lot. Right. So much work is involved. But it's a nice item, especially if they're not musty. Okay? Well, they're all in good shape, yes. 
Perfect. Thank you very much for the call. Okay. Uh, if you do want to call in about anything about stuff, you know, you got any art, costume, jewelry, cups, saucers, old hockey cards, old radios, old dishes, coins, watches, stamps, old glasses, tools, clocks, figures, gold, like any, anything that's even sitting outside your house. Sometimes those have our most valuable things that's been sitting in your garden. You're like, oh, you know that gnome? That gnome is there $100 somehow. Garden you know? gnome, yeah. Yeah, I know. They're randomly things like that just have a lot of value. So if you're seeing about something and you want to get a, a gift or just want to get a little bit extra money for Christmas, then... You know, call in now, but we only have about 15, 20 minutes left, and we still have to do the, the contest, so we don't yep. have much time left in the show. So if you do want to get in, get it in soon. The number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here live at the Zoomerplex, and we're going to get right back to your phone calls. We are? Have we got okay. something else to do? Yeah, we have to give the silver and gold prices. Oh, okay. Give the silver and gold okay. prices. This week, because we give it every week, I know if someone has, wants to sell silver and gold this week, if you're selling your silver, I mean gold, you should be getting for 10 carat, write this down, because if you go to a shop, even if you don't go to us, you'd be getting at least $19.08 per gram for 10 carat. You would be getting twenty six seventy two for 14 carat and thirty four thirty six per gram for 18 carat. And you'd be getting, for every silver dollar, you'd be getting $9.94 and silver... $9.94. For every silver dollar, yeah. Okay. Or four quarters okay. or whatever it is. And now, the other thing is, on um, sterling, we're paying 48.5 cents per gram. Now, we're all... And silver plate. We're buying silver plate. We, I have a picture of this. It's silver plate. So if you're viewing us right now, live, okay, that's start so, talking. It's a plate and it's silver plate. It's not sterling. But this is... We buy these on copper at $3 a pound. Hold on. Okay, so they look very similar. When you're talking about silver plate and sterling, it does look very similar, but usually there's hallmarks and stuff that does specify the difference. the difference. Now, here, this is not a lampshade. This is a meat dome. Okay, this is silver plate. I wish it was sterling. If this was sterling, this would be worth $3,000. As silver plate, though, it's still going to be worth $40 just because it weighs so much. Okay, and people have this at home and they're not using it. Okay, so if you want to hear what my dad's pounding on, you have to be, uh, we have to be watching us on zoomer.ca. Oh, here comes something else. Okay, 
these are rep- now, I know our listeners out there are going to remember these from more elegant times, okay? This is um, a muffin covered meat dish. This used to be on people's at Christmas time. This would be the perfect thing. You'd have this and be in the center of the Perfect. Room. The Christmas, that's exactly what I open up as a gift. No, but people use these for, for Christmas dinners and fancy eating and their fancy dishes and stuff like that. And this is what, remember, remember I said, people are, well, I shouldn't be saying that right now. I will say it later. Okay. Save that, those amazing quotes for later. Uh, we got to get back to the phone lines if people want to stop calling in. We gotta go in we're going to go to Mindy in Toronto. Hi, Mindy. Hi. Hey, what do you have for us today? I have some Wedgwood pottery. Now, I bought them for my parents as a w- wedding present in the 70s. They're the little blue ones. There's three or four of them, which I discovered about a month ago when I, when I cleaned out their apartment and moved them into a long-term care home. Okay. Now, I also, in the 80s, I bought myself olive green ones, and I have three or four pieces. In fact, one of the dishes, it was um, signed by Lord Wedgwood. Okay. Yeah, no, the green and the yellow sell a little bit better than the blue, but this pottery is still collectible. The only parts of this that aren't really saleable are usually the... Uh, annual Christmas plates. This is kind of like a matte blue with a little bit of white on it. In fact, one of the olive green ones, they stopped selling in in Canada, and I happened to discover them when I went on a trip to New Zealand, and that's where I was able to bring back from New Zealand a one of the little pieces. Yes. Now, the green, that's, now, you said the very important thing when we talk about uh, collectibles getting a little bit better. When they stop supplying it or they stop making it, that's what helps something go up because there's still demand for it mm-hmm. or people break it and they want to replace it. But when they stop making it, that helps keep the price going up. When they, if they're still making, like they make Hummel figures every year, the same thing over and over again. There's, there's, they just keep on making them. But when you stop making something, you create, you you lower the supply and if the, and the demand goes up, then prices go up. Now your green, the Jasperware, this is called the green, um, even the trinket boxes will sell $20, 30 $40. dollars mm-hmm. Uh, the black is a lot more is a little bit better, and depends what the motif is on. Sometimes you have the the three muses. You'll have say you have something like a horse. Horse will go for a hundred dollars because people collect horses and they want to give a gift to their daughter who has a horse. Mm-hmm. So something like this, and it's a little ring box. People collect boxes. This is one thing they always seem to collect forever. Yeah, have a couple of pieces that are a bottom and a top. Yep, and then. That's a box. Yeah. And okay. then a, a kind of a diamond-shaped um, dish, or maybe maybe like an ashtray. That that was the one that was signed by Lord Wedgwood on one of his trips to... He I did a lot was, of signing. So that lad probably double the price of whatever the item would be. Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> <clears throat> but some of the unusual pieces, like steak knives. I'm seeing steak knives here. $500 mm-hmm. for steak knives. Because, I mean, you can't put those things in the dishwasher. The little trinket box is anywhere between 20 and $45, $50. Okay, so that's t- typically what the value is going to be like? Yeah. So Okay, Thank- so, well, like, that, uh, what Wedgwood is like, isn't that a pretty big name, though? Like Wedgwood, now, they, yeah, they were bought by Waterford. Okay. And I don't think they were in business anymore. 
I, I have to. I'd actually have to check on that, but I think they're no longer in business because everything's made in Japan and people. I mean, in China, and they just well don't want to pay for quality. Maybe hold on to your Wedgwood. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Wedgwood still sells. Okay. Uh, thanks for the call. We're gonna go to Gene uh, in Mississauga. Hey, Gene. Hi. Hey, welcome to the show, Simon Heroes. Thank what you, you. What do you got today? I have um, training manuals from uh, different years. Military training manuals. Okay. During the war or after the war? Yes. During the war. Okay. Anything during World War II or World War I? Which, which war was it now? Or Boer War? 1937 to 1943. Okay. These will be selling. Now, do you have any of the war posters from that time period? No, I just uh, have the manuals. Yeah. They still sell. Um, we sell them with the goods or with like cap badges. Anything military from during the war, like 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 uniforms, are of mm-hmm. surprising value. Um, even if they got moth holes in them and stuff, the buttons. Everyone cut the buttons off, so there's more buttons out there than I can shake a stick at. But the cap badges will sell. We are one of those companies that do not melt metals. I don't care if they're silver or gold. Uh, not the mil- We don't melt the mil- the military metals. Some of them gave their life for something. I want to make sure that uh, we remember it. On yeah. um, and the training manuals, they they still sell, but not for a tremendous amount. But they'll sell ten, fifteen, twenty dollars, depending on what it's for. Okay. Okay, I have a small arms training, nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah, some I get. Small arms light machine guns, nineteen thirty-nine. Oh, the machine gun. Protection gun. against unexploded bombs, nineteen forty-two. Mines and booby traps, nineteen forty-five. And then I have one uh, enemy equipment, except it's missing its front and back cover. Yeah, that, that'll that hurt it a bit. But I'm sure all these, if I have them in my shop between 20 and $35 each, you know, yeah. Those are like okay. cool titles for, you know. No, no, but just books. someone's going to want just for that. You know, this is where we, uh, I'm all about preserving the past, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and making sure we don't do the, make the same mistakes again. I'm not pro-war, but, you know. Uh, we have to make you sure... You appreciate what was done. We appreciate what was done. Uh-huh. Now, does it matter that a couple of them have the, the name of the military personnel that belong to? No. If they are family, though, you might want to keep them. If there are any um, uh, medals or anything to go with it, sometimes people do little... They'll frame it up. They'll put a picture of the person. They'll put, mm-hmm. you can put the training manuals. This is where that special gift... If you were doing for someone, for some of your family or your grandkids, like I bought, um, I've got Graf's Bay models for um, my grandkids. They're t- they're only two years old. They don't know they're getting them yet, but five years from now they're going to get them. And they're going to put them together with Grandpa. That'll be mm-hmm. me. And um, this is something you can do to memorialize your family. You know, you don't yes, have to sell I would it. Would but- it belong to me? But it doesn't. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's different then. Um, but uh, you know what I'm saying. I know there are people out there um, who have stuff like that, and some of it they can sell if it goes for a lot of money. But if it's not a lot of money, if it's $5, $10, you might want to keep it for passing on to the grandkids and tell them something about it. And like I say, every week I say, write the story. If you're going to pass something down, right after you get off the show, not now because we still got seven minutes to go. I want you to keep <laughs> on listening to us. But after the show... I'd like him to look around the room. They're going to see something that makes them smile. It's something from the past, or it's yeah. going to remind them of a person. And it can't or be rem- food, because food always makes me smile. So can't be food, else. yes. 
But you go. Well, I know what you mean because just, I have an uncle who's ninety six who was in was in the war. Yeah, he's still alive, and I have a son in the armed forces. Well, oh, you know, you got to connect them together. You got to. I get him to write a little letter. If he can't write it right now, get it right for him for his grandson. You know what I mean? This is. Um, that's a nice story. That's, that's nice a story. nice story. I like to hear things like that. And Absolutely. you know, some I want people after. Place. Pardon. Yeah. They live in the same place, so they speak to each other quite often. That's wonderful. That is. That's actually, that's making me smile. And I want people, I want other listeners right now, after they get off the show today, look around the room. There's something that's going to make them smile. They can either give it away, or they can write the story and think about who they're going to give it to, or just write the story, remind themselves how why it made them smile. Thank you very well, much for the call. Thanks for the call. That was, that was a nice call. But yeah. We're, let's, uh, we'll squeeze one more call in, then we'll do the contest. Okay. So uh, we're going to get to Mary and Dundalk. That, right. That's Dundalk. such a place as Dundalk. Don't worry. I, okay, I thought I butchered that. <laughs> Mary, how Hi, can guys. I help you? Um, we, I have three prints, actually. They've been handed down from my family. They're um, about 100 years old or older. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... The one um, signature you can't really read. It's S O something, and if you you're going to have to bring it into the store. We're, we're planning on coming to see you on Thursday, actually. <laughs> oh, this okay. Thursday? Okay, yeah, good. I'll Thursday. be there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the other one is by uh, G W Bold. Okay. And all the prints are um, like an English background, almost. Um, like landscape sort of pictures, stuff like that. Um, landscapes aren't as good. If it's got cows and sheeps, they're out of fashion right now. I'm yeah. just saying, you know. You just said animals are out of fashion? No, they yeah, are. Well, because one of them has a big pig. <laughs> they used to sell, I'm going to tell you, around the turn of the century, they used to sell um, pasture scenes, and you paid by the cow. If you had nine cows, you paid more if you had four cows. Are you kidding me? I'm serious about this. I'm okay. going to get some cows. No, no, no. But my point was, that's how they sold it back then. People love pastoral scenes with the cows or the sheep in them. And now they're not so much, in fact, especially the English countryside. But right. come into my store. I'm looking forward to it because we have to go on to the contest right now. But yeah, no. So yeah, she said she's going to come in next Thursday anyway. So if you, in case you needed the address or anybody wants the address, is 10,341 Young Street, Unit 2, uh, North on Young, North and uh, Major McKenzie. We're there. We're, we're that little store, that mom and pop store that has our sign on it. Can't miss it. There's a plaza that has our sign on it, too. So you just pull into that plaza, you see us there. Now, let's get to the contest. We're doing the contest. So people who are live streaming, do we give people a minute to get live streaming? Okay. So I if want to live, live stream the whole well, show. You, don't only, you only have a few minutes to get this because we're going to be holding it up for two minutes, about two minutes, right, if you can hold it up for that long, because we're going to hold it up to the end of the show. Now, this is the whole idea. You have to tune in. To zoomer.ca. Yeah. You have to go live streaming. Okay. Yes. And then you're going to see us pop up. When us, whenever we're talking, it's going to show a, a live stream of who is talking and what's in front of them. Yeah. So when my dad's talking, he's going to be holding something up. So if I'm talking and you see me in a red shirt, I'm not holding up the item. So you have to wait until my dad talks and then he'll. Do you want to hold up the item this week? Sure. Give me that. Here, here, you can hold up so the item. I'm going to be holding something up. Don't then, describe it. And then, no, no, I'm not going to describe it. But whoever, they, this is for next week. So when you find out what this is, okay. Next week, you're going to have to call in next week and tell us what this is, okay? What I'm holding. This is going to bring back memories to people. I know this. This right here. There there you go. 
There, I made it very, very easy for everybody. I literally have no idea what this is. And I really hope that someone that calls in next week does. You ask any seven-year-old in 1962 who this was, and they look at you like you had two heads. You don't know? Who? who? Uh, Someone in the 70s. 60s. 60s. Zoomers. Please keep going older because I'm I'm not going that way. Yes, you'll be a Zoomer someday. I'll be a Zoomer someday. So this is for the contest. And then you, what are the things that you can win for the contest? You can win one ounce of silver, or now they have to talk to me. These, this is this is Zoomer. This is Zoomer ready. Okay, so you want to give some? What are those? These are CDs. Okay, so you can win either one. They're not jazz. These are not jazz CDs. So these got a heck of a shot at someone going to want them. Okay, so one ounce of silver. So the item that I'm holding up, not you. That's what you can. That's what you can win. So you can win the jazz CDs. Yep. Or you can win the one ounce of silver. But the item that you have to describe tomorrow is the one that I'm holding. So yes. if you're just listening on the radio, we always appreciate you tuning in on the radio because we always like to get a good show. We always like to, let, but we're trying to expand the horizons here and get people viewing us as well. Yes. Yes. So. That is the item. I hold it up for long enough. Now, do you have any final thoughts? Because we're running out of time. Yeah. I want to talk about this. Um, this is the time of year where people are important. Stuff is not. Even though we're in the stuff business, people are important. And we're going to be back next week with a special show. We're going to have some fun. But I want to emphasize that at Christmas time. And I want all year long to think about it as Christmas time. And I'm going to tell people about my, um, my new, this is my new pension plan. Lottery, lottery ticket. Yeah, no, six four nine is my pension plan. Okay, and here's a picture of us. Make sure you watch us on Storage Wars, uh, Northern Treasures. If you watch on store, Sports, um, what's that other thing? Netflix, or we're on OLN on Sunday, Saturdays and Sundays, and you can see our antics. We and we have fun doing it. Okay, and I want people to know that we also. This is the time of year if you're thinking about slowing down next year and. Um, we can do a condo. We can help you with selling your house, with getting it ready for sale. We do the whole thing. We take the stress out of downsizing. We take the stress out of the stress. So we got you. We got you. Okay. I want everyone to thank you for listening and uh, see you next week. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs>